0: This is The Tea Health Show, your medical lifestyle podcast brought to you by The Tea Clinic, hosted by Dr. Mark. This is the Tea Health Show. I'm Dr. Mark, and in studio with me today, I have two of my favorite girls, Sister Elise van Art, Morning, Elise, mm-hmm. and um, the Tea Clinic's gut coach, uh, Stacey Holland. Morning, Stace. Good morning. How are you doing, Sims?
1: I'm awesome. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. Okay, so today we're going to talk about something that all of us, at some point in our lives, will have to contend with, mm-hmm. and that's pain. Pain and inflammation. Now, um, question to you girls. Ha, 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 ha. It feels
1: like trivia when you, when you hooks up like that.
0: You know what? Is That's there a cool. difference in the experience of pain between men and women?
1: I would no, never know. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I would think Guys come is. across a bit more dramatic, though, you know? Uh, I would definitely think is. <laughs> they just are. They're such um, dramics. Yeah, <laughs> have you so seen them And they're sick? That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not pain. I'm
1: just saying you're a bit dramatic. We experience pain on a monthly <laughs> basis. We know that men don't experience pain like a woman.
2: And when you're older, like me, you experience it on a daily <laughs> oh, basis. Oh my
1: goodness.
2: <laughs> But
0: okay. Yes. He
2: Complain? No. no. Missy? Okay. Hold on. on <laughs> him. <laughs> no,
0: because um, you know what? You guys are wrong and right. So it's very interesting. Pu- pre-pubertal, but there's no difference between the experience of pain between boys and girls. But the moment that between puberty. To menopause there's a marked difference in both the experience of pain and the pain sensation itself in men and women. Do you want to venture a guess why
1: hormones yes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so the defining thing right <laughs> yes
0: um, the moment. That we go into puberty as men, our testosterone levels only at that point in time really start getting higher than than those of women.
1: And it's a marked difference,
0: right? A b- very marked difference. Very marked difference. I'm going to illustrate it. Um by talking about something that's becoming much more prevalent in society today, and that is transgender people. Mm. So when we look at um, men transitioning to women. They are treated with estrogen and a little bit of androgens. Now, androgens are male hormones, estrogens are the female hormones. 33% of these men turning into women will develop chronic pain conditions. All of them will report a Decrease in Vet tolerance To painful events And thermal stimuli Both hot and cold So The other For Females Transitioning into men Here These patients are treated with Testosterone And for More than 50% of these females transitioning to males um, Who have chronic pain Report an improvement In both the experience Of the number of painful events And the duration of these events I've
2: got a theory about this Mm. Tell me Females is more tolerant of
0: pain. They not. Don't
2: notice it.
0: Mm. No, they not. It's actually the other way around.
1: You're saying we're even though we experience pain more regularly, we're less tolerant of pain.
0: You're less tolerant of pain because your inflammatory conditions inflammatory conditions in women are higher than those of men. Now we also know and this is something that some people you have to listen to carefully. The amount of auto, auto the amount of autoimmune diseases mm. in women, women is higher than and women. the prevalence of autoimmune diseases in women, are far higher. Because of inflammatory conditions, the there is something elise yeah there is something I think that you are referring to without um, vocalizing it, and that is that pain is not only a sensory emotion, uh, a, a sensory feeling. Mm. It's an emotional mm. experience, mm. and I think this is where the difference is the is coming in, where the emotional experience of pain for women is different to that of men. So yeah, I agree with you, Simpiwe. When guys have flu, the worst, <laughs> the, you know, what they beg babies. Yes, unless you me where you. Just chase everyone away.
1: <laughs> so,
2: so you um, the, the grumpy baby.
0: I'm baby? the grumpy baby. Just okay. fuck off. <laughs> so, you know, it leave me alone. Please don't be around me because I will kill you.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so testosterone is a protective mechanism when it comes to. Testosterone
0: pain. is analgesic mm. in okay. its making. Mm. Estrogen, on the other hand, is anti-inflammatory.
1: Wow.
0: So. You know what, um, the differences between pain experience in men and women is not only because of physiological things, but also because of emotional experience to pain.
1: So, So is there a prevalence in the sexes? When it comes to the arthritic conditions, do we see a fork and we see… Big one. Definitely, yes. A
0: very, very big one. Okay, so you've touched on arthritic conditions. So actually, let's go and explore what pain is. Mm. If we look at the definition of pain, it's a sensation that's created because of a reaction in the body. It's a warning signal. Mm. Do you agree? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so inflammation comes from the Latin word inflammio, which means fire. And it's associated with swelling. Redness and pain. Mm. So basically, we can say if you have pain, there's inflammation of some sorts.
1: And it's not always bad. It's not always.
0: It's niggle. not always bad. It acts as a warning sign. You know, what? you will see athlete uh, or athletes, especially if they elite, the moment that there's a niggle, they would stop. Mm. Why? Is
2: it, is it is there a um, correlation between which comes first, pain or inflammation, or d- does that depend on the condition? At, at least,
0: it would follows. be it would be the condition. Mm. So.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Whether it's chronic or acute.
0: Yeah, um, I think that when you look at pain, pain would be first. Mm. The first experience And then because there is damage You will have increased blood flow Which is going to give you the heat You will have Release swelling, of yeah. um, Cytokines Inflammatory cells Etc, mm-hmm. etc et um,
1: But that's in the acute
0: that, that will create the, the swelling yeah. Um And then The redness Again Blood flow. So, I think pain is usually the first thing and then you get the inflammatory response because the inflammatory response is trying to manage this condition. Your, um, immune system gets activated. Your repair system gets activated. Um, swelling and pain is there to say to you, don't use this. Stay off your foot. Or um, Relax, rest rest. Mm. Um,
1: But then that inflammation doesn't get turned off Becomes, in some instances obviously Becomes chronic Chronic inflammation inflammation. And that's where the pain usually reduces When the inflammation sets in Because of that healing But when that inflammation doesn't get resolved That's when you can have that uptick of pain again
0: Yes, and there's something to be said for the formation of chronic pain pathways, but mm. we'll we'll get to that. But can
2: one. I ask this question? Because we do see a lot of our patients with inflated or or, or higher inflammatory markers on their biochemistry, but they're not
0: aware that they have mm. pain. Mm. So when when we see an Elevation in inflammatory markers on our biochemistry Um, It would usually be as a response to um, a subclinical infection Or a subclinical inflammation Or
1: imbalance Well, think about it now I would have Imbalance or hormone imbalance? Hormone imbalance I have, yeah. I would have high inflammatory markers now if you did my blood. Yes. Uh, absolutely, because I've had that ex- ex- eczema flip, but yes. I'm not in pain. Yeah. But that's why I'm asking Yeah. You so know. it is pointing to something. Yeah. That's lurking. However, if. But you've got the symptoms. Yes. And however, if it doesn't resolve, I will start scratching to the point where it I becomes will, pain. it will become painful. So. so
0: it's very interesting when the person that's listening to us at the moment, um, they won't know where they have increased inflammatory markers. No. They will have symptoms maybe that they are unaware of. Mm. So Stace, this is your field of expertise. Mm. Um because inflammation mm. and our immune system is governed by the gut. Yeah. Um so can you can you Tell us maybe yep. what signs we can look out for.
2: And, and Stace, before you continue, yeah. something that I read up about is, what is the role of your digestive enzymes? Yes. And pain or or inflammation or okay. GERD or GERD is gastrointestinal reflux disease. disease. Yeah. Because we see a lot of our patients coming in, yeah. female specifically that has GERD mm. but has been diagnosed with a hernia. Mm. And I
1: sometimes question that. Mm. It's actually one of the confusing Before you answer that,
0: um, can I can I tell you which pain conditions are very prevalent? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Once that you guys would not think of Now this again These conditions point To The decrease Or the variability In hormones Mm, Circulating hormones Mm. Um, Elise you will know this one well Dysmenorrhea Have you heard of that term? (laughs) What (laughs) is (laughs) that? Period (laughs) pain
1: Is that the official term? (laughs)
0: Dysmenorrhea, babe Period (laughs) pain So period pain is directly associated with changes in estrogen and progesterone levels Now there's a couple of other interesting ones TMJ That sounds like a car Temporal mandibular (laughs) joint pain I can say I can't say statistics
1: But I I can But he can say that Temporal mandibular joint pain Temporal
0: mandibular joint pain That's the pain that you get in front of your ears Mm. Jaw
1: Oh my word, okay Okay. People that grind their teeth They're vexed and anxious
0: So IBS Mm. Yep Inflammatory bowel Syn- syndrome or disorders. Fibromyalgia. Okay. Now, you know what, Elise? We deal with fibromyalgia basically on a daily basis, mm. f- in the majority of our women. Mm. And a little bit later, we'll talk about neuropathic pain. Um, or peripheral neuropathy, mm,
2: mm. But, but don't you also agree that fibromyalgia is like non-specific?
1: Yes, of
0: course. So what?
1: What is, is fibromyalgia? That? <laughs> Thank you. Fibromyalgia
0: Sam. is a pain condition that is associated with changes in cognitive function
1: and systemic pain. Systemic that's
0: Non-specific. Pain, non-specific. Sure. Decrease in cognitive functioning. And like. Yeah. And
1: fatigue legs, muscle, muscle pain yeah. and Exercise hurts them and yeah. Walking hurts them yeah. Movement which would be prescribed for pain Makes it worse a problem, Makes it worse yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: That's it's, a a, it's, it's a very prevalent condition And again It comes back to an inflammatory thing hmm. Because there are certain Infections That leads to Chronic inflammation Like
1: Okay, carry on, yeah
0: Ballasia, yes mm. Malaria mm. Tick bite fever mm.
2: Coxsackie
1: virus
0: Coxsackie Epstein-Barr virus yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's big things We'll, we'll dumb to- it down for some actually a good topic Sims.
1: that we should do Because I know that, you know, from my real health days there was a time where doctors ravished the thought of fibromyalgia. I they, did. They thought yes. that it was just uh, sorry, a term. Sorry, but uh, was yes. Just, when I didn't know what was wrong with you, uh, fibromyalgia.
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I, but Stacey, I, I'm. You know what? I'm um, b- going back ten, fifteen years when someone was diagnosed with uh, fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue. It was okay. We actually don't know what's wrong, wrong with this with patient, you. so let's just. Get rid of it,
1: and you'll still have endos that rubbish adrenal dysfunction. They'll say there's no such thing as adrenal fatigue. I think that's a matter of sort of the semantics, but, it's the semantics. but people I agree. are presenting with those symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But fibromyalgia is something that has caused a lot of people. Additional pain because of the mental anguish of not knowing what is wrong with it, and nobody believes, and no them. one believing yeah. them.
0: Yeah, people mm. think that they're mad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's two others that are very big when it comes to hormones and circulating hormones, and the one is migraine. Mm,
1: very good one. Okay, and
0: the other one, Elise, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about this one. Interstitial cystitis
2: So that Cystitis means It's an infection of the bladder
0: Or inflammation of the bladder Or
2: inflammation of the bladder um, And interstitial Is between the cells Of the wall of the bladder So it's not something that You can When you do a I, I, it I, I get a urine test, you don't pick it up No, you don't pick it up on a urine test You can only do it visually With a camera to look at the bladder wall And see it's inflamed And sometimes And there's a
1: strong microbial link there Because mi- microbes love to find yes. their way Into these small
0: spaces Yeah, but like then we don't, the don't pick up So, but Stacey if Interstitial cystitis mm. And things like diverticulosis can be linked, um, yes, yeah. Must almost then be yeah. The same. So it's it's um, the. Mm, I always want to say that the squamous cell so, mm, um, that forms that barrier function um, is affected. The, the barrier function is affected, letting through. Well, which um, would
1: already have started in, in the intestine. In, in
0: the gut. Okay. And
1: these patients usually present
2: with. They have a uncontained urge to, to urinate. urinate
1: and that must be horrible And they couldn't and they like, don't pass anything, mm. yes. That must be the it's most the irritation of the well, yeah, you at least imagine that feeling. We
0: we see that in our mm. patients as for hormone levels start declining. Correct.
1: Towards wow.
0: Towards menopause and postmenopause. Um our patients start with what we call um um, frequency and frequency of urination, and I don't know what the, uh, the good English term for is, is drunk incontinency, yeah. urging continence.
1: Mm. Sure. Okay,
0: so I, where I they basically know. leak the whole time because the bladder is is tight,
1: yeah. And the, I mean, again, that causes other issues, but I do know there are, and I and can't recall now experience Yeah, I know supplementing with ribose. Helps in that area Not, the rooibos, so. not rooibos, ribose, Which well, is well, a form of difference. sugar <laughs> <laughs> And
0: apparently oh, I, uh, 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 st- mm. Say that again <laughs>
1: ribose supplementation which is very expensive Unfortunately and I think that's a reason why It's not something that people with Interstitial cystitis or even People that suffer from constant UTIs are aware of But the thinking is that The ribose.
0: You said ribose is a form of sugar Yes, yes I know that Yeah, But that just can, goes against everything right? that, we know that we know About uh, sugar and inflammation And I
1: stand to be corrected But if I recall correctly Remember the substrate of microbes are sugars Yes And there's no such thing again as a good or a bad microbe. We want to feed the microbes that are more beneficial and starve the microbes that are more pathogenic in certain body parts. In certain, yeah, in certain parts of the body, definitely. But generally speaking, for example, the bifidobacteria bacteria and the lactobacilli bacteria are seen to be the beneficial ones. Hence, they're always in our probiotics, and we have to feed them a substrate that will help them proliferate, whilst starving the others. So. It With a dietary change and a supplementation in ribose, there seems to be a link in helping with these type of conditions. And that's why it is so difficult to say one food is good or bad. Yes. Because by manipulating the chemistry of your body, using something that we thought is bad, like a sugar, we can influence healing in another area of the body, which I find so fascinating. Me too, but yeah. confusing. It's super confusing. <laughs> and this is what, what when, you, when you spoke about the inflammatory response in the gut, inflammation in the gut isn't just from the types of foods we're eating. Each of us has again and I keep saying is this unique microbial fingerprint. So that's why some people can become more inflamed from eating a food that would technically be healthy. So your cruciferous vegetables. If you've got leaky gut, so you've got this intestinal what permeability vegetables, cruciferous. Cruciferous vegetables, those are your examples. sprouts. Cauliflower, broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Zulu. What, what, would the, what would the word cruciferous be in Afrikaans? That would be so interesting I don't Something
0: know. that I will crucify you for <laughs> When you put it on my plate There is nothing worse than Brussels sprouts I'm Brussels, sorry Brussels sprouts,
1: um, cauliflower, broccoli Okay, that I can tolerate They're quite mm-hmm. fibrous And they're actually really hard to break down So if you don't have enough digestive enzymes To break down either the protein or the plant matter Guess what? It you bloat. in the system You Bloat, you bloat to the point Where it actually could start Pushing on that intestinal barrier Start breaking through That intestinal Leaky. barrier Leaky gut occurs That sits on the immune system Because the immune system would then start tagging These food products as foreign Bodies in your body because they haven't been broken down So wow.
0: it's very very Interesting That um, I can Have Raw cabbage Mm. Which you would think would be very difficult, would be very difficult to digest without bloating, mm. boil that cabbage even just a little bit That's in um, um a stir fry because if you give me boiled cabbage i 'm literally going to chuck it at you yeah. within five minutes. I cannot walk
2: why
0: wow. um I'm bloated, That's I'm what burping, i 'm bloated i 'm burping.
2: The digestive enzymes has to play a role. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, definitely.
1: So, how do you correct that? So, you can supplement with digestive enzymes? But, you? Stacey,
0: when you say that, you, you and I have been down this path,
1: yeah.
0: um, treating myself yeah. with digestive enzymes. they bloody hard to come by.
1: They there aren't, e- well, there's a variety of enzymes. The most popular ones, there's, the digestive enzymes that are Sort of um, extracted from Your papayas And your um, Pineapples We have the digestive enzymes that break down Protein, so your proteases mm-hmm. And then we have the digestive enzymes that would Break down again, the plant matter Lipase um, So the challenge with digestive enzymes is I, I believe, personally, they need to Be coupled with the supplementation Or a way of increasing stomach Acid as well
0: uh, most of us are oh, no. on some kind of protein pump inhibitor Inhibition. that lowers your um, production of, productions stomach of acid, acid which, which will increase your pH in the stomach.
1: Decrease your pH. Uh, decrease increase. Your pH. Make it more base.
0: Yeah, increase.
1: We want an acidic environment. Yes, in the that's stomach. low. Ye- no, we want it higher in the stomach. We don't want it lower. We need a higher
0: Your pH starts at seven. Yes, yeah, so if it goes up, up it goes alkaline sorry, when it comes base, down. Yes. It well, sorry, acidic. I was just
1: confusing myself there. But what I'm saying is we want a lower pH, yes, in yeah. the stomach. And we want in GERD, we have GERD is associated
0: with a microbe called H. pylori. Very bad one. Very bad one. Yeah, it's associated Heliobacter pylori. With? Yeah. with Um Formation of stomach and Throat cancer Yes mm-hmm.
1: And
2: esophagus
1: cancer Now if our pH was lowered Was the right pH Was more um, acidic We'd find There might be strains of H. pylori That sort of are, live there normally and, and again we have all this mi- all these microbes That are living us on a normal basis But they start to increase because yeah. that stomach acid is not doing its first primary job yeah. Of protecting what goes into the digestive system Okay, but system.
2: I see a vis- vicious circle it is, yes, a vicious it is circle a vicious circle Because That's exactly what it is If you think about menopausal women as like you said, Dr. Mark is that most of those women Are on some or another
1: Protein um, inhib- Pump, inhibitor,
0: pump inhibitor. Yeah.
2: inhibitor
1: And that, by the way, is just Rennies Gaviscon yeah. um, mm. as well what, what else, Mark? What was found in a study is
2: that if you have low estrogen, the lower third of your esophagus yeah. is relaxed.
1: Yes. So the
2: the lower esophageal
1: sphincter
0: <gasps> oh, relaxes. Ah, so you you yes. you're basically creating exactly. a high hernia. Wait, say exactly. that again. So
1: if your if your estrogen is lowered, the lower part of, of your esophage- esophagus leads to that good. Correct. Sure,
0: that's fascinating. Well, I, sorry Elise, I Why didn't would it be know the this lower
1: way? part of your esophagus.
0: Because um
1: You mean just that valve, just that sphinx. That valve, that's So oh, that's fascinating.
0: It's very interesting. I said to Elise um, so it's People...
2: like
1: looking at, looking across like a tennis What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do not know, did uh, we Did you know? Where? Do, let me ask you this, because y- you know what? Good exam time. <laughs> um, let's see how much you I still spell the PhD Simpiwi, Where? <laughs> d- w- in which tissues can oh you gosh. think, or do you know of that we produce estrogen in?
1: Tissues.
2: Types of tissue Kleenex
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that not <laughs> those tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Next one so. ah, 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 ah. Did you do
0: biology? In no, school? I didn't. Ah, that's so a where that's one. A where does estrogen come from?
1: I, 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 this is like, wait, what do you mean? Just give me numbers. One plus no, one is two. <laughs> <bet you. laughs> so okay, <unfair. laughs> so let's
0: let's let's ask Stacy. Yeah, Stacy, where so does now to yeah, pass wait, no, no,
1: I'm calling oh, a friend, Stacy. <laughs>
0: where does estrogen come from? It
1: would come from our female reproductive organs, would it not?
0: So, estrogen comes from ovaries. Yeah, where else?
1: I would assume that some would be produced by our fat cells. Would you Through say?
0: aromatization, yes. but Wait, do you know aroma
1: what? All over, and in our breasts. Yeah, and all over, yeah, I mean, predominantly so
0: in our breasts. So, we well. change testosterone okay. into estrogen. In ovaries, fat cells Yes, but there's another primary Mm. Source Of estrogen production Guess where Primary source Elise is
1: whispering (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a test And I love it (laughs) But I can't read
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Did you know that we produce estrogen in nerve tissue
1: <laughs> No,
0: We produce nerve estrogen tissue. in nerve tissue So How I not know that? Um, this is incredibly important When we're talking about pain Neuropathy.
1: That makes so much sense Because
0: estrogen is anti-inflammatory in its mm. working So when we look at our sex hormones Our sex steroid hormones Which includes Testosterone Progesterone And estrogen The extra Reproductive Effects Mm. Are huge Mm. The biggest effect And I've said this all along Since we've been starting to talk about testosterone Is on the brain Mm. Now We now know that, firstly, there's an increased inflammatory process the moment women's estrogen level starts dropping. Dropping. And this predisposes women to immune disorders, especially rheumatoid arthritis. (laughs) If we look at other inflammatory conditions like multiple sclerosis, The chronic inflammatory state That's there Increases as testosterone decreases And we see this in women when they have MS And they go through the menstrual cycle Inflammatory markers like interleukins Mm. Increase with menopause And the moment that we start treating with estrogen It decreases
2: What's interleukins now? Interleukins is
0: an inflammatory cell. Okay. That, um, screams help. Okay,
2: Mm. but where do you find it in your... Interleukins,
0: you will find interleukins everywhere. everywhere. Okay. The moment that you have inflammation, like interleukin 6, for instance, Mm. with COVID, Mm. the moment there's an infection, the interleukins is what calls other inflammatory cells. To the party, and that's where you get your is cytokine that now storm. Is call
2: them macrophages and stuff like that? Would Macro- that? Being the 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 initial immune response,
0: it's the initial yeah. immune the macrophages response. macrophages So come this in is your cytokines release. Oh, cytokines that's are are those chemical messengers that's released by immune cells.
1: Because yeah, your macrophages would come in when. Adaptive
0: up. immunity is now yeah. Set
1: in the second arm Of your immune system for some looking at us Like what okay. You're speaking Chinese to
2: you like, I think the message tones. here Is that a, And this is from one of our patients As well that we've seen Is she really was anxious To come and see us because She felt people thinks she's thinking Mm. out her pain. I get that. I totally. I can. I can empathize with. And it's Mm. menopausal or postmenopausal. So that
0: uh, sorry, she's maligning the pain. In other words, she's creating She's she's thinking that she has pain.
1: Exactly. Okay. So So she's not. She's technically, according to a marker, she's not in pain, (laughs) but she's experiencing pain, and therefore she's made to believe that she's crazy. For being in
0: pain. Okay, so that this brings us back to that statement that we made earlier. Yeah, pain is sensory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a sensation, mm. but it's also an emotional experience. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, and you cannot dissect the two or look at them without the other one. Mm. Um. And what we said earlier, and this is incredibly important, the pattern of pain symptoms throughout our lifespan in both men and women is very closely mirrored by the mood disorders. Mm. So, pain leads to inflammation. Inflammation leads to a down regulation in our hormones over time, especially increased cortisol that lowers testosterone, that lowers estrogen. And
1: cortisol is anti inflammatory.
0: And now think about the connection between testosterone and dopamine. Testosterone and serotonin, they create anxiety and depression. Same as with estrogen. There's a correlation to be made between hormones, inflammation, gut, inflammation, Mm. inflammation, pain, Mm. pain, (laughs) mental conditions and mood. Disorders. What
1: I found interesting Now that you mention it Is that certain microbes Mediate our macrophages
0: okay. Absolutely So
1: they would then, There's this interplay With the macrophages and the microbes As to whether there would be An anti-inflammatory response Or
0: pro-inflammatory yeah. response Yeah, absolutely Stacey, it's very interesting we, We've spoken about gut
2: No, no, no I, I, I need you to go back
1: Microbes Microbes, our bacteria, our viruses The protozoa in our body Mediate what our immune system does Through our macrophages Okay So the second arm of our immune system I think we've discussed this in a podcast Right, that the first part of our immune system To simplify it some Is something happens Just say A window is broken and the ADT Alarm system goes off Mm -hmm. there's no Asking questions why what who When you just send security Guards you try and make sure that The area is stabilized Yeah you identify that something's Happened like that and think Of the alarm that goes off that redness That's the inflammation that we start talking About Mm -hmm. so there's pain and there's inflammation there Then in the second arm of the Immune system the body's basically saying Okay we've dealt with the first Injury but really what's going on we can we can take a more Studious approach to this we can learn A little bit we can see that okay not Everything needs to be sent to the same Site that's a more what's the word I'm, I'm looking for a more Controlled, controlled yes
0: controlled yeah. reaction
1: So in this it's second, it's a fact
0: Finding mission yeah, basically yeah
1: And in this second obviously you're going to Send different resources to the Immediate reaction than you would to the Controlled reaction mm-hmm. for example You know the first police officers That arrive at a, at a crime scene Team are not necessarily. Are SWAT team. Yes, yes. There we go. Yeah. That's a great one. And then the detectives come in yeah. afterwards to investigate the scene. So our macrophages are involved in the second investigative part of this crime scene, this immune response, and our microbes. And we're still not one hundred percent sure how exactly in every person, but our microbes seem to have a role in. Making sure that there's either an anti-inflammatory response or a pro-inflammatory response. So that's when, if it was a pro-inflammatory response that was mediated, that's when chronic inflammation would continue and not be shut off. Or inflammation wouldn't be shut off and then inflammation would be chronic.
0: When, when we need healing of a big wound or a big injury, we want a pro-inflammatory response. For a certain period of time, mm. okay. So, we need the inflammation because the inflammation leads to healing more blood flow, mm. which means more nutrients, more oxygen. So, we're sending through a pro inflammatory response resources to that area.
1: So, your ankle swells up
0: when it swells when that condition is not mediated that inflammation becomes chronic and now we start attacking the Natural okay. tissue By breaking it down So it's It's like builders coming into A site and just starting Knocking all walls down And when they build new walls The same stupid guys Come and they knock them down again
1: and also your, your point of emotions. Think about, say, there is that big red alarm. We've seen it in all those movies, right? Something gets broken into, <laughs> ah, ah. you hear that alarm sound and you see that red light. Imagine that never shuts down. So now, if you that, how frustrating would that be? How it would make you feel or make you it could drive, drive you insane. Absolutely. So think about a person so, that's it's experiencing. It's a very good way of
0: torturing someone.
1: Yes. Yeah, so if you're experiencing chronic inflammation. And you have that mood disorder of anxiety, depression, like you're going crazy. You can see why someone would feel that way. And perhaps it's something that's not necessarily picked up because Mark, you can talk about this. How would people know if they've gone for blood tests? There's things like CRP and there's other markers Mm -hmm. that perhaps, you know, haven't been shared with them that they, because that's exactly what happened with me. When I, when I understood what inflammatory markers were, that's when I realized, hey, you're telling me I'm normal, but I'm not normal. If I look at the picture and how they interplay with what Another.
0: So we can look at inflammatory markers And this is what we do in our practice mm-hmm. On a continuous basis raised. White blood cells Is the in- inflammatory cells In our blood But Raised insulin Is An indicator That there's an imbalance Now remember insulin is a hormone we often call it a stress hormone mm. and cortisol which is also a stress hormone is another one yeah. if there's raised levels of cortisol because cortisol acts more like a neurotransmitter that it acts very short its mm. its duration is very short so if it's raised continuously It creates depletion of other hormones Because of that adrenal rush Um, Yvonne explains it very nicely About the fight, flight, freeze When we walk in the bush And we see a lion Our first response would be run Mm -hmm. And then if that lion starts chasing you Eventually You're going to get so tired that you can't run Now you're going to turn around And you're going to fight Or the other way around You're going to walk into the line You're going to fight It's not killing you immediately Now you're running Mm -hmm. It's chasing you You get tired What happens last? Mm -hmm. You stop and you say Okay, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't see me Maybe it will Or if I don't move It will miss me So that fight flight Reaction Okay So we We don't have a lot of time left And I want to go back To Hormones and pain And inflammation and pain It's been proven Now That Estrogen Is Neuroprotective And Repairs Neural tissue Through Angiogenesis. Some people, before you ask what angiogenesis is, it's the formation of new blood vessels. Progesterone in both men and women. Neural
2: this, please explain.
0: Neural yeah. nerve tissue. Okay. Um, progesterone. Is responsible for the myelinization Mm. of neural tissue. So if we look at a wire in your electrical cord, Mm -hmm. you will see that the wire has a yellow or a red or a, um, a blue coating around it. So we can think about that nerve cell and for it not to shock you. It has to have that rubber coating around it, and that helps with keeping the conduction of the electrical impulse in the nerve, and that's called myelinization. So
1: you were saying what aids in the myelinization? The S- progesterone. progesterone, okay,
0: and testosterone works on repair and communication of <laughs> nerves. Through its effect that it has On the neurotransmitter dopamine Mm -hmm. So If you have chronic pain Conditions It is becoming Standard practice That Hormone Mm -hmm. optimization Forms A major Or plays a major role In managing Pain
1: But this is where the art of medicine kicks in, right? Because hormones are so acutely and finely balanced That in optimizing them You'd need to it, It's it's not as easy It's it's easier said than done,
0: right? Far easier said than done Because you both can do more estrogen, damage. progesterone and testosterone Can have excitatory
1: yeah.
0: Or activational Yeah Reactions or And at some point We'll discuss this at more length Organizational Effects yeah. So an organizational effect of testosterone um, In a, a fetus Would be to change It into a male yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's an organizational Effect of okay. testosterone So
1: what, what role would um, Oral contraceptives or any Contraceptive, for that matter besides a condom <laughs> Have on Someone's experience, of, like a woman's experience Of pain
0: So we know that With certain, and Elise You might be able to help here It was very interesting in my reading That I did That when we bring about um, In women With severe pain conditions Who are still In their reproductive Cycle A Reversible Chemically induced Menopause Okay The pain condition Becomes Much Much Better Okay Now we do this Right at the beginning Of the hormonal cascade With gonadotropin. Tropic stimulating agonists, and I was thinking that sure, that you, must be you, HCG. you
2: please. <laughs> please, I don't know if the people listening to us. Listening.
0: No, you know what? I I, I actually <laughs> tried. H-C-G. I. Is it HCG? Yeah,
2: Ovitril, let's use a brand name Okay,
0: because my god <laughs> When I read that So basically what we are doing yeah. Is we Can overstimulate yes, yes. The brain With certain Hormone agonists In other, other words Substances that Act like a hormone That would Bring about an an a state where you are basically post menopausal mm. or menopausal, mm. Mm. but it 's completely reversible yeah um, I have to go and look at that one, mm-hmm. but when you ask about Contraceptive forms. Mm-hmm. Certain contraceptives, because of the role that estrogen plays in inflammatory conditions, can, one of two things, it can make it better or worse, mm-hmm. because progesterone also plays a role there. It is about the balance between all these different hormones. Mm-hmm. So, let's come back Just for one second, to the majority of the patients that Elise and I see in our Mm. practice, Mm. these are patients in the perimenopausal state. The highest incidence of mood disorders we find in the perimenopausal state, depression, anxiety. Mm. This is also when we find the highest incidence of fibromyalgia, Mm. neuropathic pain, that's like this and is, needles. Yeah. yeah. This is where our patients start presenting with bowel conditions, interstitial cystitis, mm. um, IBS, etc., etc. Mm. All hormone related. Mm. Ooh, estrogen. Fat related as well. Yeah. Estrogen, anti inflammatory. Mm. So. Lower estrogen levels, the inflammation starts decreasing. Now our sensation of pain in our hippocampus. that's the area of the brain that's
2: primitive brain.
0: primitive for, for pain, and where pain signals go to gets stimulated. Mm. And now we form chronic experience, which oh. is emotional, mm. chronic oh, yeah. experience. Thanks.
1: fascinating. Yes. So gut
2: unhealthy gut, yeah. We all know it's related in in this room. Mm. It's related to hormone imbalance. Mm. Well, yes. Yes. They're linked, yeah. They are totally linked yeah. because they, we know there's a gut connection yeah. with a a pathway which I've re-
1: forgot the abbreviation for for estrogen directly linked to the brain. Well, as Mark has explained a lot of hormones are metabolized in the gut and what that basically means is that your microbes interact with the hormones that you produce but they also produce their own forms of hormones. And I think mm. the reason why that sounds confusing sometimes for people is that we forget Hormones are technically chemicals that cells use and organs use to talk to each other. Yes, they're, mes- yes. they're messages. Yeah, so they're So sometimes when cells. you hear us say, Bio- "Yeah, chemical hormones,"
2: messages. but if it, there's it an it can imbalance be in the digestive system, system, which can be due to a shortage in an enzyme or whatever, yes,
1: then you will have all these conditions. Yes, definitely, yeah. it can definitely influencing it, and it's to what extent that, that imbalance occurs so in you. how do I know? Well, you can do some testing You can look at symptoms You know, when it comes to microbes We're still scratching the surface Of what we know Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it is quite frustrating For someone like me as well Because it's a type of answer that people do want but we can do stool tests, and we can see then which species you have, but we still don't know enough about species in order to say, okay, this is the direct link. We just know that there are these correlations, but we haven't been able to zero down on the causal links. When it comes to something like digestive enzymes again, and Mark, I don't think we finished our thought on that and, and supplementing with it. Um, oh, that's when we spoke about the hydrochloric acid. The digestive enzymes – Aid In the work that the digestive system would do And so do the microbes as well So sometimes the microbes themselves Would provide that source of digestive enzymes Hence, if someone has dysbiosis Or they have a low microbial profile Of the beneficial species That's why they're struggling To actually break down the food Why would they
2: have that? Because of... Overuse of antibiotics. antibiotics, other medication, low hormone so, levels.
1: But the, I wouldn't say it's because of the low hormone levels but that they would, would create, have. Yes, it would create that vicious cycle that okay, you spoke okay, about. Okay. So I think I think yes, I w- the first port of call would be a lack of diversity in their diet because. Healthy fruit and vegetables from the soil From farmers markets Are loaded with beneficial microbes On the skin surface Even though you wash your vegetables That you cook in your, or grew in your garden Not all of it would be lost So you would have a population of microbes From something it's like that It's about
0: the diversity The diversity of the species of, Yes um, And, and you the know strains what? When, when we take one animal Out of an ecosystem it affects the entire, eventually, mm. that whole ecosystem would break down, and we saw that with hunting wolves, for instance, mm. wolves that preyed on grazers suddenly, the grazers um don 't have um, enemies and they overgraze, and that creates it's not deserts not
2: only the a gut sickness that I, or illness that I'm talking about. I, I'm thinking about the effect that it has on the entire body, on the entire mm. body. Inflammation,
0: so, I think, Elise is what you basically. So toxicity is pointing to. one.
2: different systems that don't work anymore because yes. you can't absorb the nutrients. Yeah. Yes.
0: and we had a patient like that yesterday. A patient with diverticulitis, uh, actually ulcerative colitis, colitis. where he he's, his gut is so compromised that he's not absorbing. Yeah. Um, so the only way that we I can think. basically treat him. Is getting the nutrients directly to where it's needed intravenously. Exactly.
1: So, so Elisa, that's a good point. And I know we don't have much time, but toxicity is an important one. Exactly. Yeah. So toxicity through the diet again, the same way you're not getting diversity, you could be getting an increase in toxicity. Why would we get toxicity? Environment, yeah, but chemicals also and
2: foods. Breakdown of microbes in your, so,
1: in your system. Yes. And the microbes, pathogenic microbes also produce their own toxins. Exactly. So, so that sits in your system. Yes. So that increases toxicity And those toxins have a way of traveling throughout the body And causing pain exactly. and inflammation yeah. In various organs and in various systems as well And then we struggle to clear those toxins Because the detox organs are affected The liver is affected The kidney is affected The bladder is affected yes. So, And then you're not consuming enough water You don't provide the right nutrients And that's when the, again, the vicious vision is created I,
0: I suddenly had an idea That we as humans Because we are in a body Think of ourselves As an entity Actually We are a collection yeah. Of ecosystems yes. So think of your body As the planet, planet. On which yep. Different ecosystems Will have Resign. to live What mm. we're doing currently And through our actions Through the food that we Ingest, not excrete Etc, etc we creating basically climate Global crisis. warning yes, exactly. Or climate <laughs> exactly. change Inside your alarm. body yes. yeah. So you know what We are systems of Ecosystems yeah. Inside A shell And if you create An imbalance in one Like we are doing to the earth Things start Going wrong Mm. Okay, so Um Pain, inflammation It's a, b- a very Very relevant topic mm. If you want to know more Contact us at the T-Clinic You will find us on Facebook uh, The website www.thetclinic.com Our contact number 10 I'm sure we'll be able to give you Some guidelines um, And then next week We will be back With um our um, chiropractor, our neurochiropractor, Dr. Susan Goslett, and we are going to explore the concept of health. Till like then. What
1: health actually means. What health means to different
0: people. Mm. Have a good one, everyone. See Cheers, you guys. soon. Bye. Bye. That was the T Health Show, empowering you with knowledge. Download all previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform. The Tea Health Show is brought to you by the Tea Clinic.